The Last Word with Matt Cooper. Today FM. It all happens here. And you're very welcome back to The Last Word. Ian Guider standing in for Matt today. I'm delighted to be joined on the line by one of the world's best-selling crime writers. Karen Slaughter has sold over 40 million books around the world and her 21st novel called Girl Forgotten is out now. And Karen joins us. Karen, a very good evening. You're welcome to The Last Word. Well, thank you very much. I'm sure many people have picked up your books over the last number of years, but a new audience will have known your one of your more recent novels called Pieces of Her, which has been turned into a Netflix series that came out later uh, earlier on this year, I beg your pardon. And people will be very familiar with the character of your new book, Girl Forgotten, because she is, of course, the protagonist in Pieces of Her. That's right. Andrea Oliver is in Pieces of Her. Her mother, Laura, is also in Girl Forgotten. And uh, it's a stomping good read, as they say. I hope people enjoy it. If they enjoyed the show or they enjoyed the book, it picks up about a year later from there and just is a, a one thrill after the other. Yeah, and you've, you've come up with a plot for this because it was something that might have been an afterthought from Pieces of Her. Yeah, you know, Pieces of Her was really about Andrea figuring out who her mother was and kind of not liking the the um, the answer she got about her mother being somewhat of a criminal. And this book is more about Andrea and her father, from whom she's estranged, and figuring out exactly what kind of person he is and, frankly, worrying that with two criminal parents that that might be something that she inherited as well. Take us through the the plot of this book, because it's, it switches between two different eras. That's right. So there's a 1982 story, and that is about Emily Vaughn. She's a young teenage girl, and we meet her. She's getting ready for the prom in the first chapter. And unfortunately, you know, people who are in the first chapter of a Karen Slaughter novel don't usually have a good time of it after that. So some bad things befall her. And then we catch up 40 years later with Andrea, and she's trying to figure out exactly what happened to Emily and to figure most most definitely whether or not her father was involved in what happened to this young woman. I think it's fair to say that uh, there's a lot of violence in your books, and a lot of it might be targeted against women. Well, men and women, frankly. Um, I never get credit for killing the number of men I do. People seem to focus on the women. Um, but as a woman, I think it's important to show violence against women for what it is. And, and part of that is very personal to me because when I was a little girl growing up, my grandmother was being uh, abused by my grandfather. And we never really talked about it. You know, we'd go over to her house after church for Sunday dinner, and she might have a black eye or a split lip. And my uncles would tease her about being clumsy. And I didn't realize until I got a little older, no one's that clumsy. And I learned very quickly this wasn't something that we even acknowledged in the family. And as an adult, I thought, you know, our silence did not help my grandmother. It only helped the abuser that was my grandfather. And when I wrote my first novel, I vowed to tell the real story. You know, I wasn't going to fade to black. I was going to show it for what it is and, you know, let people see that there's nothing sexual or there's, it's not love or obsession. It's just violence and it's wrong. Yeah, because a lot of crime crime fiction out there, it, it is usually the female characters, they're killed off pretty quickly, but they're not killed off in detail. It's just, oh, well, they got rid of her and that was it. They don't explain what happened and they don't tell it the way you, so the way you do in your books. 
You know, I for me as a writer, I think it's important to tell the whole story. And I certainly wouldn't want anyone who is, you know, triggered by these topics to read my books. There are so many other wonderful books they can read. And, you know, but for me personally, this is the sort of book that I like to read. And it's the sort of book I want to write. And the difficult part really isn't talking about the violence. It's the emotional fallout of what happens next. You know, how do people deal with the violence? How do they go on? How do they recover from trauma? And, yeah, I remember many years ago, Lee Child and I basically wrote about the same thing in our books. It just was happenstance that year. And no one talked about the violence in his books. You know, Jack Reacher kills a bunch of people. He maims a bunch of people. He's very um, active and physical with people. And no one says to Lee, wow, that's very violent. You know, all this gunplay, all this uh, breaking of knees and ankles. Um, And I think it's just because of the different tone that we bring to our work. You've had various different characters in your series of books over the years, but how important was it for you to have a very strong female character leading both this book and also your previous no- some of your previous novels as well? You know, I, I think that's an interesting question because I, I only write women that I know, and I never particularly thought of them being strong or not strong. I just thought of them as women that I grew up with, and so... I just I think it's really important to write what you know, and I know about women like this. I, I, I aspire to be a strong woman myself. Uh, and, you know, many women out there can relate to it. They're, they're doing their everyday lives and taking care of business, and no one points to them as being strong or, or weak. They're just doing what women do every single day, and that's what I write about is everyday women put into extraordinary positions and how they respond to that. Uh, when you came up with the plot for Girl Forgotten, obviously Pieces of Her has been a very successful book, had been licensed by Netflix, and it is a, it's a wonderful show with Toni Collette in it, who is a, a fantastic actress. Had you thought of bringing Andrea Oliver back or was it spurred on by perhaps Pieces of Her? And the, you know, and the I had I hadn't thought about bringing her back. I really thought that would be a standalone. I wrote it in 2018. And actually, I came up with the idea for the story because I was reading some of the scripts that they were generating for the show, and it made me start thinking about Andrea. You know, I I think I left her in a kind of a cliffhanger place where you didn't really know what she was going to do next. And I thought, well, she, you know, she's kind of rebelling against her mother because her mother has told her, look, you need to start your life, you need to be an adult. And then we pick up with her in Girl Forgotten, and Laura is saying, well, I I wanted you to start your life, but not like this, because Andrea has become a U.S. Marshal, and Laura sees a law enforcement officer as the enemy. She's very anti-police, anti-government. So it's a, a, a very rebellious thing Andrea has done. And I think for a lot of people, women and men, they have a point in their lives where they kind of disappoint their parents by the choices they make. So I I thought that would be an interesting spin because normally you'd be very proud of your son or daughter for becoming a police officer. But, of course, Laura has all that backstory that makes her very much against the choice. Is it getting harder to write crime fiction, given that these days if you turn on Netflix, you turn on Amazon or Apple TV, you see lots of true crime dramas out there that, I suppose, bring real-world crime and do it very well? You know, the difficulty of writing is that I want to be better with each book. 
And Mark Billingham and I came up at the same time. We've written roughly the same number of books, and we've been friends for a while. Um, and he's just he's a wonderful guy. Let's just put that out there. But he he always says, you know, I, I don't understand why it doesn't get easier to write, because anything you do, if you do it enough times, it should get easier. But we're always wanting to challenge ourselves and tell a different type of story. So it's not so much other external factors like the fact that podcasts and shows and all that are, you know, you're just inundated with murder shows. It's more of a personal thing of, I love my readers. I have such respect for them. I want to make sure I give them the best story I can. So how do I challenge myself as a writer to do that? Would you be tempted to have more of your your works translated onto the screen or was pieces of her one-off? I'm, you know, I think it would be really interesting. Um, the There's a pilot that's just been filmed for my Will Trent series um, by ABC Network in yeah, America. Yeah, tell about that series, please. So, well, Will Trent and Sarah Linton, I've been writing about them. Well, Sarah I've been writing about for 20 years, but Will Trent's been around for about 10 years. And uh, ABC just filmed a pilot for it, and we'll see if they pick it up in the next couple of months. But that was really exciting. You know, there they are in Atlanta and seeing Will, uh, the actor who plays Will, driving his Porsche with the the little chihuahua named Betty. Uh, It was really kind of bizarre to see this thing that's only existed in my head suddenly you know hundreds of people are there bringing it to the screen do you worry about losing control because these are your creations these are the people you've brought to life in all of the readers out there and suddenly you know you're not in control you're not producing you're not directing sometimes you won't be writing these shows and you kind of lose control of something you've you've been the person behind for so long well, actually, I, I am a producer, so I do get input. I mean, I'm at a small level. I, I don't get to say no, but they do listen to me. And I did have comments about the pilot, and they listened to me. But, you know, the book is the book, and the show is the show. And my name is the only name that appears on the book. And so I feel very proud of that work. And the fact is, I've got a lot of creative people at every step, whether it's the director or the writers or the producers or the network, who get a sort of collaboration in the script. And that's separate from what I've created in the books. Do you find that it brings people who haven't picked up a Karen Slaughter novel before into your work and that they say, oh, my God, I can't can't believe I've missed out for for all this time on all the other works you've done? Well, I would hope so. I mean, I've certainly gotten that feedback. I was just touring in the Netherlands uh, with Girl Forgotten, and a lot of people who were new to my work came up and were very excited. So, you know, that's always a nice thing if you're an author, particularly someone who's been writing for such a long time, to have these new readers who are excited about your work. Okay, Karen Slaughter, author of Girl Forgotten, thank you very much for joining us here on The Last Word today. The Last Word with Matt Cooper. Today FM. It all happens here.